Welcome, everyone, to episode seven of the weekly theme show. My name is Ryan, joined by Nick and Justin, as usual. Hey, guys. What up? Howdy, howdy. Faded out so nicely. It was kind of stiff, but not too bad. Yeah, it was kind of quick. Kind of quick. Uh, a little bit later than normal because, um, um, or at least today on, on Tuesday when we record this on the WP Candy stream at WPCandy.com slash stream. A little bit later than normal because, Nick, you've been out of town. We had to kind of sync up with you uh, when you were available. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm mobile right now. So mobile. So very mobile. But I'm just I'm just glad that all of the uh, things plugged in where they needed to plug in and, and we're actually able to connect with you okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably sound better, to be honest. Than you, do you do. Home. You do sound really great, actually. <laughs> yeah. Just well, every Tuesday, you need to go away. What's that? You need to go across the country every Tuesday from now on. Done. As long uh, as you are two to three hours uh, time difference from us, then I think the show will work out just fine. Oh, crap. It is 10 o'clock where you guys are. No, it's 9 o'clock where you guys are. 9. Yep. Yeah, it's 8 o'clock here. See, we were Uh, betting earlier. I was like, I bet he's not even really thinking about the the time difference. Honestly, no. I wasn't. (laughs) That's okay. Um, It all worked out. But yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'm in Houston now, and I'll be in Atlanta for the next one. So this should be fun. If you just if you stay down around there long enough, I'm sure there'll be a word camp soon, and then you can just hang out for that. Done. <laughs> done and done. Um. So there are a couple of things we were kind of, uh, um, kind of briefing you, uh, Nick, before the show on some of the theme related stuff that's happened over the course of the past week, which is probably wouldn't hurt to just kind of do a rundown, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I. I'm caught up, but sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, wanted to at least give you a bit of a primer on it because you've kind of been off the map. So I'd say the two big theme-related pieces of news, um, as I pull them up, the one which we uh, actually doesn't look like we got a chance to talk about it while it was still running the themethrift.com uh, kind of experiment from Jace, Jason, Jake Caputo. Uh, which looks like okay, so I was wrong. So I, yeah, my my guess away. my guess was when the timer hit zero that nothing would change, but I I, I sold it short. Just, it literally just ran out. Yep. So there are no themes at the moment. So this is the, the tail end of his week long experiment, um, which I will post a link to that in the chat. And basically, his idea was to try making a theme available for. Uh, purchase or free download, whatever people wanted to do, kind of a choose your choose your poison kind of uh, business model. And he said he'd try that for a week and see what happened. And he's got some other ideas lined up for it, but there should be, um, honestly, probably this time tomorrow or the day after, uh, he promised a post kind of wrapping up and explaining how it went for him uh, on WP Candy. So keep an eye out for that because I think it's a pretty interesting idea. Who, I mean, you know, I don't think anybody's anticipating that it'll be a huge success, but I think everybody's kind of curious what uh, the response was like and something like that. I think there's going to be a ton of people that are going to get that free for theme. Uh, wow, that was dyslexic at all get out. <laughs> you made <laughs> that, it. Mm-hmm. That theme for free. Wow. Yes. I uh, was going to try to, but the time just ran out. So. Well, did he, uh, like, is he said anything on Twitter about how it's gone so far? Kind of, you know. Uh, preliminary. We talked. We talked about it briefly on on WP late night last week, and he was listening elsewhere, not in the chat, but he left a, a note on Twitter, I think, that said that paid that paid downloads were like seven percent, if I remember right. I don't have it in front of me, but it sounds, 
is basically between five and ten percent of people will pay something, which sounds about right. Um, yeah. I mean that you know I, I I honestly I thought that was a bit higher than what I would have anticipated it being, but. Um, but a couple of things come to mind with that because um, the the background was that um, he put the theme together and then uh, submitted to Theme Forest. Theme Forest didn't accept it, right? Uh, yeah, he said that. Uh, well, I mean, it's it was a and I say was because now you know modest the the theme that he had up for sale on Theme Thrift is not display or you know the time's up. Um, but the theme was sort of a business portfolio minimalistic sort of look, which um, I can say after looking through a lot of the themes released last week, there are lots of those out there. Yeah, I mean, it, it was good. Definitely, but I, can, I, I can see why um, you know Carlos didn't one didn't accept another one in, in the marketplace. Um, so maybe you know if it was more like um, more unique, maybe it would have been a better success rate with it, but. Um, but it looks to me like this theme thrift idea. He's almost put together a marketplace of his own, kind of like a Groupon or you know one of the Daily Deal sites. Um, uh, interested to see how it goes. Um, I mean, it, uh, I hope there is, you know, that the, there's no themes at this moment really means that they do plan to launch something in the near future. That this won't just kind of fizzle away um, you know, as you get more and more contributors. I think it could be something really cool. Well, um, we we, and I don't want to totally rehash the conversation because there was a pretty good back and forth about various business models on uh, late night last week. Mm. Um, but I guess from our perspective, you know, you 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 downloaded the theme probably what an hour or two ago, or you got the theme, and I know you didn't pay because you told me that. Do you <laughs> do you think that if something like this was uh, used more often, this sort of pay whatever you like model, do you think that? Like personally, you would ever pay? If I knew I was going to use it for a project, I would definitely pay. And I also found it interesting he had like different sponsorship levels, which I'm good in my, my memory since it just disappeared five minutes ago. But mm-hmm. um, I think it was like you know, zero, one, uh, five, ten, twenty, forty. And I don't think you'd pay would anything more than forty. Pay. You would never. <laughs> That's what I was curious about. <laughs> I would never pay. Why? I didn't pay for the Radiohead album when they put it out. If it's free, I'm taking the free version, you sucker. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, because, you know, I, I like the spirit behind it because it is kind of, you know, trusting your your fan base or I guess your users to sort of support you. But uh, at the same time, you know, maybe maybe just the human nature will come into play and, and nobody will ever Maybe that's why I feel compelled to get more than forty bucks because there's make up for all the jerks like Nick that aren't gonna well, pay a dime. Hey, yeah. I'm entitled to free themes. You well, that's, well that's, <laughs> well, that was kind of my reasoning for not for not uh, paying this time. Is um, you know, because honestly, I'm kind of uh, feeling some some royalty here. I get all the free themes I want pretty much as long as you ask. Um, sure. But, By uh, the way, but, but, I am joking. If the theme was really really cool, I might give a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so many that that'll work. That'll work out. That's a good business model. If they're, you can uh, seriously impress <laughs> some people, sometimes you might get something. But what yes. you, what they're missing is the uh, the automatic uh, or uh, uh, the uh, slider with the frowny face when you don't pay anything. Oh, right. Yeah, you're for, talking uh, about for kismet. Uh, yeah, for kismet. So, I think that 
I think that models like this can work. It just depends how they're, and this is just my, you know, I mean, I've experimented with a few different kind of community-based models before, and I think that if it's presented and pitched just right, I think it could work. But I wonder if, um, yeah. Let I me. Mean, we'll we'll see. He he said, he, like you said, he's gonna he's gonna send a post over to the site, and, and uh, hopefully in the next couple of days, and we'll hear a little bit more about it and be able to judge it better um, with a little bit more information. But well, I think it'll probably do really too. well, to be honest. If it's kind of bought in this way, um, it's almost like when you're buying. You know, B stock merchandise on Woot. It's like you you don't get any warranty, you don't get any support. Mm-hmm. You know, take take it or leave it, sucker. Uh, so in that way, maybe it'll actually work, make out better that way. Not having to screw around and answer stupid questions from people because if they didn't pay anything for it, they aren't going to feel entitled to, you know, you know, threads and threads and threads on some support form to make to fix their stuff they don't know how to do. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh... There was also, and, and I'll just give it a brief mention again because it's, it's like I said, I, I, really, I need to start like getting all of the, the theme-specific conversation out of late night so that we don't rehash anything here. Uh, but there was also, and I don't have this in the show notes, so I'll paste it in uh, for you guys, but DevPress um, also changed their model from $5 a year for their membership to $30 a year. Uh, that's up such on the a blog. Bet. That's such a better deal. Uh, for them? Yeah. So that was uh, that. That was a kind of a cool little bit of news, just because uh, there was a lot of surprise and and discussion about their five dollar a year theme subscription deal back when they announced it about a year ago. So upping to thirty dollars, which I still think is a really uh, super affordable level to be selling. I'm outraged. You're out. That's well, a six hundred percent increase. <laughs> that's and that's crack a good prices. Point. That's a good point. No. Well, honest to goodness, if it's under fifty bucks, it's not even real money. So they could have made a hundred bucks and still be the same deal. <laughs> under fifty bucks, not even real money. Well, Come I mean, on. It, it, we're, all we're, these people that are living paycheck to paycheck. Good, good luck getting a theme. Well, <laughs> how much? I mean, uh, how many of our parents or friends spend you know thousands upon thousands of dollars on other hobbies that are stupider than this that can't ever make you any money? Sure. You know, at the point where if this is a, if this is a hobby or if you're actually using it for development. Um, for for business, it's it's fine. I, I think it's yeah. I think it's safe to say that it, particularly at the fifty dollar level, we've all spent far more for far less. So, um, I think that's a I think that's a fair cutoff point. And, and really, I mean, considering you fill up your your car for yeah, exactly for probably more than fifty dollars. So right. Hmm. So there were I'm those. Not hate, uh, I'm not hating on them. And I and I did ha- I, I have to point out because we did talk about it. Um, a couple of episodes ago, and I finally got around to getting that that screenshot of Weaver Two up on the blog. By the um, way, it looks brilliant. It is <laughs> massive. I think uh, uh, Justin, you said you did the math on what a banner yeah, like well, that looks like. Last week's show title was uh, two feet wide and ten feet long because right. I was just uh, you know, imagining this because I have a printer in the office here that'll print twenty four inches wide. Uh, but you know, given the, the PNG that you put up. It would be approximately 48 feet long. Um, so if, if we have a, a, a use for that, like for a word camp, we can like roll out the red carpet. With, with <laughs> I this. don't think there's ever uh, a use for that. Uh, I'll, I'll be happy to pay the, you know, the, the, you know, the 75 or 80 bucks, whatever it costs to actually do it. But, uh, you know, it's what it, well, I, I wanted to point out. So, again, this is and I'll put this in the show notes uh, if, if anybody missed it in the last few days. But. 
Uh, it's a post just called The True Weight of Theme Options Weaver 2, and it really is just a screenshot and actually uh, just a link to an S3 like upload, an Amazon S3 upload of the full image because it's well over 6 meg uh, in size. And basically, I just went through and took screenshots of each individual option screen within Weaver 2 and pasted them together, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's interesting because I've never seen, and I don't think many of us have seen options, this many options available in a theme before, but I wanted to make clear too, based on some of the comments in that post, that it wasn't at all mean-spirited. Uh, there are lots of people who use that theme, and, and Bruce has spent a lot of time on it, and it's definitely, like, that's awesome. It's a thing. But all that said, it's still just in the world of WordPress themes, it's a completely absurd like thing to look at and is still completely worth a, a glance if you get a shot. So I'll make sure to put that link into the show notes. I'm not sure that th we should ever do a poster of that though. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but that's the other thing that surprised me too, is that while, while putting that screenshot together, I didn't, I don't think we mentioned it on the, on the show previously that, uh, there are over 18,000 downloads of that theme on WordPress.org so far. And um, a lot of the, uh, they're actually, I would say the comments on that post were probably half split. Half were uh, sort of, I would say kind of jokingly critical. And the other half were saying, hey, this is what I want. You know, I, I, right. bought, I bought the the pro version of Weaver because this is what, you know, I was looking for. Or I know somebody who uses it or my mom uses it or something like that. So, I mean, there's definitely a user base for it, but um, well, it's definitely filling a need. But I don't know if at that point, if you're changing things that are so finely grained, like uh, the options have options for, at that point, you almost need more of a framework theme. Um, well, yeah, it's it's the the question is at what point is it just easier for the person to rather than learn another you know uh, set of options would they not gain more like reading a half page explaining how to tweak their CSS a little bit? You know what I mean? I mean, because the, the trap of going down the road of having this many options available is you, there's really an infinite number you can add. And I, I guess I'm, I would be, if I, if I were putting together a theme like this, I would be worried about where the end of that is. You know, you can always right. put more style related or, or, I guess, tweak-related options into a theme like that. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Uh, so that happened. Uh, let me see. I think. Well, that's kind of a, a, a good segue into a piece of software I ran across called ah, yes. Ar Artisteer, A-R-T-I-S-T-E-E-R. -E and um, I, I don't want to make any value judgments right off the bat here, uh, but basically it's a WYSIWYG editor, like almost reminiscent of Dreamweaver front page type stuff um, that costs about 130 bucks, but will export themes of all the major CS or CMS um, out there right now, you know, WordPress, Blogger, Joomla, Drupal, I mean, ASP.net kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, just, I did not actually 100% play with it, but I watched somebody that was playing with it and uh, the guy loves the thing. <laughs> Um, you know, it do, literally spits out a, th a theme, and you do. You go do I in. know who was using this? Do I know this person? Uh, no. Okay, just curious because yeah, I don't want you to unfriend them in real life. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know really how I feel about it because I think, I mean, I don't know about uh, you, Ryan, but I, I definitely there was a, a period where I kind of discovered front page and thought I was really doing something awesome, and um, and a lot of times I prefer working with a desktop app. 
because uh, you you will pry uh, you know the 2003 version of Microsoft Outlook from my cold dead hands. <laughs> I, mean, I just I just prefer desktop apps for a lot of different reasons. Um, so I, I can definitely see why this has an appeal. Um, I'm just curious what the community at large has to, what, what they have to say about this. Because I've never seen anything else like this before, um, definitely as far as a desktop app. But I just do know there are themes out there that kind of almost like the, you know, um, GoDaddy style, you know, WYSIWYG editor. Um, there are there are WordPress themes like that. So definitely is a kind of a market for this type of thing. Sure. I just don't. I don't. I don't think. I want to. I'll say I don't prefer it. But I'm not sure I'm ready to make a value judgment yet as far as what other people have to say about it. Well, I think it's. I think nobody would. I think it's everybody's goal to to make, you know, WordPress and themes easier to to tweak, easier to customize, and make it look like what a certain person wants. Now, but the the question is how to go about that. And the problem. I mean, you mentioned front page. Uh, there's Dreamweaver. I feel like I'm saying your last name a lot this episode, Nick. Just constantly. Do we lose Nick? No, I'm here, man. Oh, you're just quiet. Yeah. Sorry you're, about you're that. Tired. You guys are talking about a lot of stuff that I really enjoy right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it makes you happy. But the but the I mean, whether it's front page, Dreamweaver, um oh gosh, what are some of these other ones? But uh there, there was a I feel like there's there's a couple others out there that kind of are almost like auto convert from a design into a, the and they do positive things in the sense that they allow people to customize at a, at a user level, right? You don't have to necessarily know how to change all that at a code level to make it happen. But the problem is nobody's really found a, a good fit for how to change things and keep code clean and of high quality. You know, I mean, that's that's really the problem with using a lot of these systems is it ends up pumping out a lot of, you know, gobbledygook that, will technically look like you made it, but is going to be really hard to, to grow or to, to go forward with. So that's really the challenge is maintaining the, the, the quality of the integrity of the, in this case, the WordPress theme and offering people ways to customize it. Um, personally, I, I tend to, and I can't speak for, you know, on the community level, cause that probably comes to it. You know, I mean, I know in, in our audience, there are quite a few freelance developers who, you know, probably aren't huge fans of, of systems like this uh, for good reason, I think. Um, but I think I probably would personally prefer to find the right look in a theme uh, by choosing from lots of available themes rather than taking one theme and always changing it. I think I would rather, you know, because if you find the right look, then the tweaks that you might want to make to it are probably going to be few and far between. I mean, there's probably not going to be many changes that you need to make to it. So I, I kind of tend to... Uh, fall on the side of more themes equals better rather than give me one theme that I can change everything about. Right. Well, I mean, from my perspective, I'm all about empowering people to help them get their content out there and kind of lowering some barriers. Uh, but, but Craig in the chat room has made a good point that, you know, Google looks at crap code and, and punishes them. Um, As so, they should. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, for a number of different reasons, obviously, but um Maybe we're selling people short by giving them this crutch that's really going to limit them in the end um, if, if they are trying to do something good or big. Now, if this is somebody putting up a placeholder site for you know, a small business that four people are going to look at every month, it's different than if you're you know, running a real online business. But, but, but still, where do, you, where do you kind of draw that line? If, you, if sure. you're investing time in it, you might as well be doing it 
you know the the, the best way you possibly can. And I don't want to uh, divert the the conversation from from artists here and these sorts of things, but it reminds me of a discussion that I've had a couple of times before about uh, short codes, mm. because it's it's not the same kind of problem, but it's a similar one because you want to give users control and you want to give them the ability to make things look in their content the way that they want it to look. Um, and so some theme developers, and I mean, honestly, short codes should never even touch a theme. They should always be in plugins, which is my number one criticize, criticism for most uh, themes implementing short codes out there. At the very least, you should have some sort of a companion plugin that brings all those with it. Anyway, that's beside the point. But uh, there are some people out there who will make so many short codes available. Like I think, is there still that page? I think on uh, WooThemes is the easiest example. I believe they have. Let me do a quick Google and find. Or like episode one, we were talking, laughing about some theme that had like a hundred short codes available. Yeah, I mean it's not even some theme. I'll post this into the uh, chat room. Make sure I get this in the show notes too. There's a uh, like Woo Themes is a great example. They have a lot of short codes available: custom lists, typography stuff, layout stuff, social stuff. Oh my. Um, there's a there's a huge amount. I actually I think just looking at this on this page, it looks like there's less than I anticipate than I remember from before. Uh, but this is a similar sort of problem where you can obviously give people as many short codes as they might want, but at, at a certain point, is that kind of defeating the purpose? Are are you making things so easy that it might just be worth them knowing a few lines of HTML or something like that? Now I don't agree that. You know, because there are some people out there who uh, are some members of the community that don't like short codes at all and just want people to learn HTML. And I, I don't think that that's the right way to go, right? Because that's unreasonable for most people. There are a lot of great things you can do with short codes. Well, I mean, looking at most of these, a lot of it is social sharing widgets that you can find plugins better than they have, probably. Uh, the buttons, the CSS buttons, again, I would like to see that in a, 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 a plugin I could drop in. Uh, different like columns, adding columns in again, either just figure out how to code the style yourself or put it in a, in a plugin. Um, I can't, I can't see myself ever using a short code, uh, just because I've been on a kick lately of making everything that I do content wise or the content of posts be completely independent from a theme. Well, and but that doesn't mean that you can't use short codes. Just use a, a plugin for your short codes rather than a theme. Okay, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, but one of them I was just looking at um, in the .org directory, I think it was. It was you know includes a, a short code for Google Maps. You know, you, you know, put your this URL and it'll automatically generate the embed code. But mm -hmm. I guess I don't understand why you wouldn't just grab the embed code to begin with and drop it in manually instead of relying on a short code. Um, so I, I don't know. It's an interesting discussion, but I just, on the whole, try to avoid them if at all possible. Well, I mean, where where I really get excited by shortcodes, and now we're obviously kind of dipping into that discussion, but where I get excited by them is how you can use them to um, kind of explode simple commands into complex things. So one of the ways I use them on the site, and obviously this is a specific one just for my case, but um, I have a shortcode, I believe, called Discussions that if I drop in um, either the URL or just the ID of one of my forum discussions into that shortcode, it blows that out into um, like a, a style div that has this discussion, you know, last update by this person, started by this person with like dates and, you know, pretty stuff that I've all styled, you know, in the CSS or whatever. Um, but that's an example of, well, yeah, I could 
create that manually every time, or I could just use the short code to, to grab all the information it needs. Um, and I think that that's the way I tend to like to use short codes. And I think, um, I, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with them. I think we're probably repeating ourselves here anyway, but uh, it's just one of those fine lines you have to walk. Nick, do you like using short codes? I do. I use them. Uh, I use them with GigPress because uh, mm. just the GigPress short code back when I was using that. Um, I use the short code a lot when I'm uh, obviously. Is is I'm am I speaking of the same thing that you guys are talking about? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to make sure I wasn't halfway handicapped there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use short codes every time I post uh, images on WordPress simply because I I I use the standard. You know, I I, I adjust the size of the gallery options, but. Mm. Um, Every time I post pictures, it's in a gallery, even if it's just one. Um, yeah, no, simply I mean, because the, I like the styling. I think the gallery is a, is, a, is one of the best examples for short code use out there, um, because that it just makes managing something complex really, really easy. Uh, but then you can, you know, easily dip into going too far with that and have, you know, there there are definitely themes out there offering short codes that are basically divs, like the short code yeah. is called div. And so you put brackets and then div and then end div, and you're basically using short codes to write HTML. At gotcha. that point, it's probably going too far, right? Because you're already I, I would think so. The person's <laughs> you, you already have to evaluate the short code to get at the div. Right. I mean, well, and and the person that's doing it is already writing an equivalent. Uh, yeah, exactly. It seems it seems of, pretty senseless, and that I kind of equate short codes to like shortcut keys, like for any application on your computer. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just that concept for your for your website for the back end and it's it's really handy especially if you have 30 of them or you know that you can have memorized it's great so before we jump into so we've got a few more things that I really want to talk about uh but first I want to thank a new sponsor for the weekly theme show this week uh sponsor is who is it Oh, I will tell you all I about them. I want to them. know. I'm dying to know. Uh, it's actually funny that you know the timing because I think it was only a couple of weeks ago we were talking about exactly this sort of thing. Uh, the website is seedprod.com, and let me drop a link into the chat. Uh, but the product itself is called Coming Soon Pro, and uh, it's a Coming Soon plugin. So it's kind of like. Uh, like those themes that you could get that are sort of landing pages on their own, except this is actually a plugin. Um, so we've talked about sort of the theme options that are out there, and I think we've even specifically said once or twice that, man, this would be great if it was a plugin, because right. then I could use whatever yeah. other theme I was also using, and that's exactly what this does. Yeah, we uh, did that like two weeks ago. We were talking. I know, about right? That. Crazy. Uh, perfect sponsor for the show. So, um, so this is great. It's it's called the the coming soon plugin, and you can use it with uh, whatever theme you're using. It's it's visible only to non-logged in users, so it's sort of a maintenance mode setting where you can show everybody a, a welcome page while you're kind of working on your site in the background, which I think is really clever. Um, they have two nice. uh, free plugins, SeedProd, in in the WordPress.org directory: uh, Ultimate Coming Soon page and Ultimate Maintenance Mode, um, which I'll I'll link up in the show notes. Uh, but the coming soon pro paid upgrade brings a bunch of other cool stuff with it. But seedprod.com, uh, just crazy great timing that uh, they decided to support the show now because we were just talking about this stuff. And, um, yeah, thanks thanks to them for supporting the weekly theme show. Absolutely. Just thank you so much. So, so gracious. So speaking of too many options, 
uh, or oh, maybe yeah. not enough options, depending on where you're coming from. I don't think we specifically talked about this yet on I don't believe so the either. podcast. Oops. It's called the it's called themeoptions.wordpress.com. Uh, it is a blog that just could have come straight out of our conversations on this show. Uh, it's run I by Constantin uh, Kovshinin, I believe is how you pronounce it. Maybe not with that stupid inflection that I did, but it's Constantin's uh, blog. And it's only been going for about a couple weeks now. It uh, looks like there are about 15 or so posts. But what's cool about it is it's a blog just about uh, theme option screens. So he looks at a lot of WordPress themes and is just kind of digging out and posting screenshots of different developers approaches to handling and dealing with uh, WordPress theme options. And there's some, there's some really cool uh, discussions in there. Uh, there are some really cool uh, screenshots that uh, I think have really divided some people in the discussions. Like the one, uh, the one that I would bring up, which just perfectly illustrates some of what we've talked about here before is this uh, WP zoom framework theme options that he posted a screenshot of. Uh, let me know when you guys grab that from the chat. Uh, Cause this is a perfect well, I was example. Just say yeah. I was also just going to comment on the fact that this is just a great way to see what everybody else is doing with theme options without having to download and install all those themes, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so some, he's kind of aggregating something that's kind of cool, and I think a lot of people are probably pretty interested in. Well, it's, it's interesting from a sort of an insider, you know, developer and heavy user of WordPress perspective. I think for yeah, definitely. those selling themes, I think it's uh, – I would – I find it important to know what – it's going to look like when I'm actually using a theme. And you'd be surprised how few theme shops actually post pictures of what it looks like on the dashboard when you're actually working with a theme like this. And that's true, though, because all the ones I talk about on the show, I want to be able to install just specifically so I can see what the back end looks like uh, before I talk about it. Because if it looks really great and the back end looks like crap, I don't want to, I won't recommend it. People use it. Right. I mean, you want it to be fun to use or at least easy to use. I think that I mean I think that's pers- uh, perfectly reasonable. Um, but this is I, I still I, just I still just don't know why anyone would create a theme options when like the the standard dashboard has all these things. So there are two there are two that I want to call out. One was the WP Zoom because I think it's just a a perfect example, good or bad, of sort of a an app within WordPress because that's kind of what their theme options look like. It looks like you have a almost. It's almost like a Mac setting screen that's kind of been implanted into uh, the WordPress dashboard, which a lot of, of of theme developers go that route. And the other one that I wanted to point out was uh, it was more about the discussion actually that came up around it. Let me find the right one. Not this one. I believe it was the options framework theme, uh, where there was talk about. Find make sure that these have the right. This might not be it either. Man, okay, well, I'll dig it out. But one of these conversations is about uh, the tabbed setting screens. So by ah. default in WordPress, if you have more than uh, one screen in a certain format, I guess, the WordPress default is to use tabs across the top of the screen. You'll see this on the um, themes page uh, under the appearance menu if you're in the right. dashboard. So you, I think I think it's install and, and um uh, what are the two options? It's like your theme, like whatever themes you have, and then the installed install themes. Yeah. Uh, and there was a great discussion. It's not in the options one, but a great discussion around not necessarily using the WordPress standard if it's the, the WordPress UI standard, if it doesn't quite fit. Um, those few situations where 
maybe it's not best to go the route that WordPress recommends. So I'll find it. I'll, I'll just find it on my site because I linked it up over on WP Candy as well. Well, while you're finding that, I have a comment about the, the Zoom, WP Zoom. Mm -hmm. So it looks to me like this is a, a framework that um, theme authors can integrate into their theme and then will then, um, you know, bundle it together basically to distribute. So does this, this is not a plugin. So you're basically just copying and pasting all these files in, right? Uh, you're talking about the theme options framework? Yeah. I believe, and let me do a quick search to verify, but I believe that the theme options framework is a plugin. Okay. Uh, so that you always have. Well, which is good because then you make sure that that piece is always up to date security wise and all that. So that's one, that's one concern I had. Um, but, but two, then when you, especially if this is a commercial theme you're selling, now you have two, two products. You have your theme and you have WP Zoom. So if you're trying to build some branding that way, you're, I think you're going to lose out to WP Zoom because when you're in there, they've got one, you know, a top level menu in the left navigation bar. They've got you know, the giant header. And also it looks like they have a reference to it in the admin bar. It's like, why couldn't it just be like, you know, call it theme options up there at the top? Like W3 Total Cash, you know, for one, adds a menu up there, but it's called performance. Right. It doesn't have to do with um, the branding itself. It's just, you know, it's, it's a more of a, a verb or a, you know, mm -hmm. adjective. Um, I don't know. I definitely see your point. I think that you can, you can easily go uh, overboard, I think, with... Um... Some that I found, I found the uh, page that I was talking about on their blog, and it was the theme options discussion. Uh, specifically, Carl Hancock. He's a. I'll link that in the show notes. Is a um, one of the Rocket Genius guys behind Gravity Forms, and he basically said maybe the tabs UI on that's used on the themes page and that some other people are implementing into their option screens isn't the best way to go because it won't scale well for lots of pages, and it's just you know, maybe not the right fit. So kind of an interesting uh, alternative look, which I'm, I'm intrigued by um, kind of that middle of the road deal where don't completely ditch the WordPress UI, but maybe don't uh, stick to every single suggestion that it has, because there are definitely better ways to implement some of the, to, to fix some of these problems. It just, I personally, you know, I mean, and we all know this, I don't necessarily think it's to completely reinvent the wheel every time. So that is linked up as well. Theme options blog. I, I, and I've, I think I've mentioned this to you guys before, but I, I tend to judge, uh, or a good way that I can sort of judge blogs and how uh, quality I think they are is how angry I am that they're happening not on my blog. And I think that <laughs> these, this theme yeah. options gallery blog is so cool that, that I'm, I'm jealous. So that uh, kudos to Constantin and uh, everybody discussing things over there. It's a very cool website. Speaking of uh, your blog, I'll go ahead and uh, uh, mention the weekly uh, theme release roundup you did. I did. I did do a thing. Uh, so we talked about doing this a couple of times before, particularly around this show and trying to find a good way to sort of capture every single WordPress theme that's released in a week. Uh, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> uh, not not necessarily all on WordPress.org, but all across the community, which is what we try to track. Um and so finally got up one of these sort of sort of a pilot uh, test post for this sort of idea of, of kind of rounding up 
uh, the number um, of themes that are released each week on WordPress.org, on independent commercial theme shop uh, sites, and also on marketplaces. And uh, I think it worked okay. Uh, it's definitely, um, there were a couple that, that caught my eye that I want to look at further. Um, and otherwise, just I guess my, my feedback on after doing it, so many um, business and portfolio themes kind of goes back to the theme thrift thing we were talking about. I can, I understand that now, uh, even more so than I did before, uh, because I would say at least half of them, that was, it's, it's a business theme or it's for some type of business theme. Uh, and the other thing is just, the prevalence of words like responsive, uh, mobile. Uh, and obviously there's too many themes for me to actually judge how well each one does, but it's very clear that that's out there as a marketing term, that that's um, something that people are using to sell themes. That is all over the place. And hopefully yeah, people find it useful. Yeah, it's useful. And like a lot of people said in the comment thread of that, it'd just be a lot nicer to have more blog-style themes and that's yeah that's the one thing i mean the, there's there's no question that the people that are making these themes predominantly on on marketplaces so these are individual developers probably maybe you know two person teams at most uh they think it's pretty obvious killer design i think it's pretty obvious too that the reason why that is is because most bloggers aren't willing to pay for their themes it seems like you think that the, am the amateur average blogger probably isn't going to pay $45 for a theme they're probably just going to do it on a dot com well, I, I, I would agree, but in a slightly different way. I would say there's there's probably just more people who are buying business sites, business site themes than than blog themes. Because I think there are still people that do care about what their site looks like and will buy stuff. But there's just a, a, a larger number of people looking for these types of sites, which is a bummer because, you know, I, I tend to get really excited about, you know, really well-designed blog sites but or blog themes. And they, uh, Bart pointed out in the chat that there are, are already quite a few free blog themes out there that work really well. So it's a really good point. Yeah, that doesn't help the people make money. That's for sure. Well, there's there's still there's still plenty of room out there, but I think so too. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that'll probably be a weekly staple on the site, and and hopefully that'll help us um, kind of focus in on what is worth looking at in a given week. Which I know, speaking of what is worth looking at in a given week, Jones, I know that you were kind of eyeing something uh, today that you wanted to talk about a little bit. Ah, uh, yes. Let me find it. Uh, in the .org directory, Futuristica. Which I'm just impressed that you can say that without stumbling over it. Well. So this is a new theme. This came out in the last uh, few days, right? Yeah, I just lost the page. Where'd it go? But yeah, within the last few days, uh, you, you missed it on the theme roundups. It must have come out. It'll be out sooner, this Friday then. Sooner than the last four days. Um, but basically, you know, the background is very futuristic, uh, you know, hence the name. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, has, oh, uh, what future are you living in, first of all? <laughs> well, I mean, we think like 90s uh, futuristic. This is obviously a very, like, uh, somebody had fun in the Adobe suite and made this 3D rendering. That's, that's what of, it looks like. A, it looks like a, a Maya. Lizard. It looks like a Maya rendering. Yeah, I mean, it's got like a, oh, uh, I didn't a see wizard the with a crystal ball. <laughs> yeah, it has, it has the WordPress logo and the crystal oh, ball. It's, 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 no. it's pretty awesome. So uh, I'm not so much in love with the execution of you know the, the current branding, but um, <laughs> on the back side it has th <laughs> on the back side has three options. Uh, one is background, two uh, background image, two is <laughs> header image, and three is link color. 
Um, so this kind of layout, I'm excited by. It. It's kind of uh, you know the big static image in the background, which on my giant TV size monitor mm-hmm. still looks pretty good. So I mean, I also what I thought about was almost was was like with, with Nick um, having a similar layout, like with his. We talked about last week with his landing page just being a giant picture of him, sure, rock, rocking it out in the mountains. Um, this could be similar, um, where the, the, the giant image in the background with kind of the content floating over it. There's, Um, there's a wizard in your WordPress theme. Yes. (laughs) That's, that's there. I'm in your, I'm in your theme wizard in your (laughs) WordPresses. I'm just, I, I, I can't like, I think you have to have it pretty wide to see that. Are you living in? Wow. Yeah. That changes my whole perspective on this theme now. Because originally I was like, yeah, I can see what you mean. If you changed out the image back there, that could be, you know, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Which I guess I, sh- I should zoom in that. Uh, okay, so it looks like the proper WordPress logo they've got in the crystal ball. So they've at least got that uh, going. Uh, it's not the it's not the uh, Fogo. Huh. Oh, you have to tell me on that discussion. What, the the Fogo? Yes. You don't know about the Fogo? I oh. do not. Oh, man. So you get ready to be educated. <clears throat> so... Um, let me pull up. Is that the right URL? Yeah. There you go. I'll paste it in the chat just in case anybody else doesn't know. The Fogo is just a short way to refer to the fake logo. Uh, so there's a WordPress logo that's been floating around on the internet for a while now. And I think um, it was nailed down to, man, how do I, I can't, I'm not sure if I'll be able to find it uh, necessarily now, but it, it, some people think they've nailed it down to like the first appearance of this fake logo, but basically it's the WordPress logo, but broken. Somebody basically tried to remake it or tried to imitate it using like a font, just whatever mm-hmm. font they had and round circle outline. And, and it was just, it was replicated and used all over the place. And so there's sort of a community wide uh, effort to eradicate the ugly looking logo, which I can understand. Uh, that would, that would suck to see you know, the wrong logo in use everywhere. You mean kind of like when the secretary of my office uh, at one point remade our logo with, with text in Microsoft Word? Yes, kind of like that. Kind, kind of like, like that? Yes. Yeah. But but imagine it on a an internet scale. Wow. And then people are like writing blog posts with it. And that's, so that's the first, the first thing my mind went to when I saw that wizard was, let me zoom in and see whether that's the right <laughs> WordPress logo or not. So it, it's the proper one, but um, yeah. Bogo, that's the... Clever, and I think I think they. Uh, I'm kind of surprised they're the first ones I can remember, and I think even if you search Google, they're really the only ones using Fogo in that way. Okay, I guess Fogo is just a thing. It's just a well, there was this, for it, but. this is like a meme before Pink Pony. I feel like. Oh, it's see, it's, that's the huh. thing. It's not a meme because it's completely serious. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's and it's actually it actually matters. I think. I mean, I can you know, it's it's definitely one of those things that. Uh, I think in the past, a few times here, there has been maybe not um, maybe used against people more than it should. Because most more often than not, it's a mistake. People just don't realize that they're using the wrong logo. And and so uh, it's just one of those things to kind of kind of tap people about and say, hey, just just so you know, uh, that's actually not the WordPress logo. Don't do that thing you're doing. Just a friendly reminder. Well, and to the add to the uh, themes from your roundup this week, I'd. I had mentioned earlier, uh, but not on the show, that the billions of times I've looked, and since I am traveling currently, that you look for a place, a vacation spot, and you go to the website, and it's just absolutely terrifying. 
mm. horrible, one of the worst websites you could possibly think of. And the uh, one of the themes, uh, niche themes, Travel Island on your roundup there. Um, not only is it responsive, but it's it's you know it's pretty simple and it looks decent and does everything you would need a simple website to do. And I think you can pick it up for forty dollars. Everybody who has a bed and breakfast, a hotel, <laughs> um, anything, an island, a yacht, just go buy that theme and use it. Or maybe a, a really a, a, a love for that sort of look for a blog. I mean, it would be a weird blog. Sure, it would be but... a weird blog. But the whole, uh, I mean, any Caribbean yeah. uh, resort, <laughs> bed and breakfast, or timeshare could use that theme and it only costs forty dollars, and, and, and look, look way better than what they have right now. It would was... change the planet. <laughs> Couldn't hurt, that's for sure. No, yeah, it'd be it quite the upgrade from from most that I've seen. So, um, let me see. I also wanted to mention because we've talked about, uh, and this is just sort of a link mention in case people missed out on it. Uh, we've talked about the theme customizer coming in WordPress three point four a few times now, and Auto. Uh, sort of the one of the the few one named people in the WordPress community. I like to oh. call him Otto Wood because that's his last name. Um, but anyway, Otto. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason you like to call him that. It, it is. Well, I mean, you skank bag. No, I it, I, I like to call him that, <laughs> and I always do in in posts and and tag him that way whenever he's mentioned on WP Candy because he's one of those people that was sort of a, a, kind of half a mystery for a while because he was just he would just go by Otto. It's like, well, yeah, but what's this guy's name? What's right. his last name? What's his full name? I'm 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 weird because I'm interested in things like that. In any case, uh, Otto or what do we say he looked like? We'll just start calling him that. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. So Tim Curry wrote um, a blog post talking about how to leverage the upcoming theme customizer in your own WordPress themes. So uh, this is sort of one of those what I would classify as like sort of definitive WordPress tutorials that are out there. There are a handful of them. Otto's definitely written a few of them himself. Uh, this is one that. Um, if you make WordPress themes or if you have a WordPress theme that you want to um, kind of make it more accessible using the theme customizer, uh, kind of just submerge yourself in this tutorial and, and you can have a good idea of how it works even before 3.4 uh, lands in a, in a few weeks or in a couple weeks. Who knows when it will land exactly, but uh, pretty, pretty He's awesome. He's got a nice there. little video too. Yeah, he uh, did a video because you can't really – it's easiest to, to show how it works in a video, I think, than to... Oh, definitely. I'm just surprised he didn't use VideoPress. He used YouTube. That's a good point. That's a good point. But, well, it's know. probably because, you know... Well, who knows why? I'll have to ask him about that. Well, because same reason why he recorded this on his PC laptop, because that's how he likes to <laughs> work. <laughs> well, I mean, you know... Well, not, not that I'm throwing stones. Own. It's just like, you know, it's just funny when, when it comes time to present, people have their airs, their stickers all over it, and... Auto comes dragging his yeah. giant PC laptop up, and he's got to got to find a different cable than everybody else looking at the projector. Oh, I, bet he, I bet he brings it. He's just you know, yeah, no, he's swearing. He doesn't you know. mess around. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah we'll, I'll put that particular. I'll put Probably that link like in the show that. notes. Even though, like, as I'm looking at this blog post, does he actually have? Is this a um, what are they called? One of those little codes you're supposed to scan. A QR he code. Has a QR code. He has yes. a QR code yeah, on his blog. Just... What's he doing? <laughs> I want to okay. stab him. That's the that's the thing. He actually talked about that. Uh -huh. He was testing like the Google QR code API. You okay. want to plug in because people wanted it. Okay. So he obviously just it's been there a while. I feel like I see, I see no excuse. There's and we could go down a whole rabbit hole about QR codes, but 
No, they're, but they're, they're the worst thing ever created. They're dumb. Do not use them. Yes, that, I think that pretty much covers it. You're welcome for saving well, your life. There's actually a, like a, a plugin you can use that you scan a QR code to log into your site. It's like a one-time kind Yeah, of that's thing. not cool. But wait, how does <laughs> no, that work? That's like, not cool. To you scan in mobile cool or something? It yeah, cool. it, well, it's, it's like a two-factor kind of thing. So you have Not to have your, your phone authenticated beforehand. And... Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, Jones. Keep explaining they... that. <laughs> okay, well, okay, if you, if you that makes, hey, Justin, that makes about as much sense as the fact that I saw a nun get out of a Range Rover here in Houston this week. <laughs> Huh. That's not I'm something you not see every day. Joking. My mind was blown. It's like a nun mobile. Did it have like you know thick? I just want to know what nun has that kind of money. <laughs> she must have prayed about <laughs> it. I, I, I've been to the Vatican, the Catholic Church. They, they definitely make a lot of money, but nuns normally don't drive Range Rovers. That's it's not something you see every day. Yeah. Well, she was she was piloting it, or she was. Uh, Writing this it. wasn't Mother Teresa in the back of the Range Rover. No, this was a normal human nun getting out of driving and getting out at a grocery store. Wow. I didn't wow. even know they went to grocery stores, to be honest. I thought they always stayed in church. <laughs> Any, anyway, sorry. I'm just yeah, telling you, no. QR codes are terrible. I would terrible. agree. I would agree. Uh, so if you hit that badly, you should hit the <laughs> buy out of a beer button, send them five bucks, and tell them, You'll send them another five if a, if a QR code goes away. That's a good, that's a good call. Well, I, I'm, I've been spending the last 30 seconds trying to remember where the app on my phone was to scan that QR code and just see where it goes. Wow, look at all that time you just saved it's, by getting <laughs> logging into his website. I'm sure it's got to be. Well, I'm, I, huh, there it is. It's got to be a, a permalink just going to that post or something. Like I that. think it is. That, that's the only thing that would make sense. But think about it, Ryan. Maybe sometimes you want to be able to see it on your phone so you can leave and read it on the go. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. Yeah. I mean,. No, I mean no, never. And not for that use case, but the problem that you're talking about solving is a real one. I just don't. I'm not crazy about uh, that particular use case uh, for QR codes or any use case ever. I'll get us back on track though by talking about the second sponsor for today's episode, uh, who thankfully has nothing to do with QR codes, and so we love them uh, just at face value for that. Uh, I want to thank uh, another new sponsor, the CSSIgniter.com. Let me get. Boom. Boom! Yeah, we need more Sorry. sound sound <laughs> effects sound for everything. There, that would have been perfect. That bomb exploding. <laughs> uh, so CSS Igniter uh, is a WordPress theme shop. Uh, they've been around since uh, about fall of 2010, and now their library of WordPress themes. Uh, I'd say they have about um, I think 20 or 21 themes, or 20 paid themes and one free theme, I believe. Uh, and what I like, and this is actually related to our discussion earlier, is that CSS, CSS Igniter has uh, a pretty good number of, of blog themes. Like they're not all just business and portfolio themes. They have themes that I can look at and sort of see my blog looking like that, which I like. And that's not something that, you know, like we were just talking about, every uh, theme shop out there is is focusing on. Um, and also a few of their themes caught my eye. One, actually, uh, I thought of you, Nick. The, I think it's Dion, Dionysus, which I'm probably okay. pronouncing that Greek word incorrectly. Dionysus? Dionysus or Dionysus? I have no idea. How do you spell it? Um, uh, how about I just link you to it? That'd be great. Yeah, that's that's how these things work as I find it again. But I, it stood out to me because it's like a music DJ artist theme. Ooh, I think I might have seen it. But um, yeah, let me see the link. Yeah, so it's the in, link the, in the uh, chat room. Yep, it's in the chat room. Uh, but it's cool because it's it's one of those niches that there are a couple. I think there's like Band Themer. There are a couple of, of, of shops out there that kind of try to do some stuff for bands and, and for music, but 
uh, it was kind of cool to see that sort of theme um, yeah. on their shop. It's kind of cool. Yeah, they're it's cool to see that chick's just tits hanging out on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're really selling that one, aren't they? Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'd be curious. Obviously, all DJs look like that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're oh, welcome, boy. Justin. Oh, boy. Of course, <laughs> as soon as I say that, he clicks the link as soon oh, as hey, possible. My link? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but can you carry on. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, don't, images don't let, of girls' breasts. On no, this. don't wow. don't let me interrupt your discussion. <laughs> Sorry, this is getting really intense. Uh, for those that aren't clicking through to CSS Igniter right now, they're one of the um, the, the thumbnails, or I guess the the um, header no, image that they're using head, there. Multiple <laughs> is a is slide, a slider images is a female DJ that has captivated the chat room. So. Her bosoms are my pillows right now. Oh, boy. You So that theme stood out to me, <laughs> not for the reason that it is for everyone else. Oh, it's cool. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, and they also have, I wanted to mention, a free theme uh, called Euclides uh, on their site, which I do believe I pronounced that one correctly, uh, which is more of a um, just kind of a cool souped-up blog theme that uh, I think is pretty cool. So their uh, 39 bucks a year uh, is cssigniter.com, and I uh, appreciate them supporting the weekly theme show. Uh, check them out. Now, sorry, back back to the... Um, I forgot that was even an advertisement. I was just so into that theme. It was, it was, so it was well actually it was just for you. Wow. I apologize. In I'm any case. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm still looking at uh, the, oh, of the course theme you are, show. Jones. No, 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 honestly. I mean, this is really well Here's put together. Here's the thing. That, uh, that theme, uh, I think, yeah, Dionysus or whatever. I've seen this very same layout on several, especially use, you know, for musicians and touring mm-hmm. bands and whatnot. This whole idea of latest release tour schedule from the blog and video. All, that's, in my opinion, that's kind of what you should use a landing page for. And it should be even more simpler than this. Um but I think a lot of people think you have to see all these things as soon as you get to the website, or if you don't, um, you won't know what's happening with that artist. And I just think that's kind of like a flawed train right. of thought. Right. You just need a you just need a functional website that is easy to navigate. And the 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 frustrating part is what few. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't follow you know, music as as closely as you do. But the few artists that I do follow, or the few bands that I am into, their sites are just awful. They're so bad. They, they're actually hostile to. I mean, there more bands and musicians and people just in that industry should be using uh, WordPress themes like this one because, man, they're just well, right. This is this is another one of those like the uh, resorts. If bands would just use a, a simple theme like this, it could change the planet. Change well, the I think planet. most people um, just mark the people like the dumbest things that ever existed. Like you said, if, if the band's information isn't all right on the front page, nobody's ever going to click through to see it because they don't care. Um, well, if that's if that's if that's the truth, you have a bigger problem than what your website looks. Right, but. and we know that's not the case. That's I mean, that's similar to people saying that you've got to fit everything up above the fold. You know, no, right. we know that people scroll, people scroll and they search. You know that that it's just yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's a very shallow way of viewing uh, your visitors on the web. You know, actually, what I haven't seen in a while is a good old fashioned splash page, where we have like an awesome flash intro. You have to click the big enter button. Um, if you want an amazing Where's... yet horrible artist website, um, I hate to throw this out there, but go to Please. Mike. Jo- who is MikeJones.com? <laughs> oh boy, just one I've run across who? in the last in the last few weeks. Are you sure it's .com? Um, may not be, but you can Google search it. Okay, 
I should have done that to begin with. I'm pretty sure it's whoismikejones.com. Uh, whomikejones.com. Oh, whomikejones. I'm sorry. That makes sense. I think sense. that's it. At least that's what Google said. So. Okay, big image. Big image. Oh, bo- oh, boy. Whoa. Oh, what's happening? Okay, I'll put this into the chat. Everything is just broken. Oh, it's just like a MySpace page. Oh. All right, I'm going to go ahead and close it before I make it, it stop. halts my oh. browser. Oh, my God. How did, okay, it, it stops. It will collapse your browser, I promise you. I was leaning on that butter for a second. Okay, wow. So there's your there's your splash page, Jones. Yeah, so don't do that. <laughs> Nobody should do that. But even bands like, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before, but Our Lady Peace had that for a while. Oh, yeah, Just well, they, they still do. It's it, You know, it's it's you're more likely to find, like, weird iframes jumping up and, uh, you know, links that pretty much, I mean, I can't really fault them for just linking to things like YouTube or Facebook or wherever they're sort of reaching out to people, but sometimes that's pretty much it. Or, yeah. or that they, I mean, I think on their site for a while, they were launching that sort of stuff in a frame, like on their site. Terribly lazy. Terribly just awful. So it's just, it's just, yeah, it just doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah. MySpace is dead. Um, that kind of web, web kind of, I, I guess you call that web design. It's Technically, just not, doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jones, I see here you might have one more story for us today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot all about that. Yeah, um, I installed WordPress for the first time in several months. Um, started helped a, a friend start a new business, small business site, and uh, I forgot how easy that was <laughs> to get an install up and running. Because I was midway through uh, editing the config file, um, when I remembered that it does it itself anymore. Hmm. Uh, you know, if you server set up correctly, it can generate its own WP config and and walk you through it a little bit nicer. So, you know, it was. I think the five minute install uh, pretty much held true. Again, that was um, my learning curve is, you know, still. You know, I mean, I've done it so many times. I I know where to go. Create a new database. Create a user. How to upload files. Do all that. Whereas I think um, the five minute install, so to speak. Um, that wouldn't hold true for a first-time person, but that's the only negative thing I had to say about the install is once I got it up and running, um, you know, the, the first thing I was greeted with was one with the, the giant "Well, welcome to WordPress" thing, which mm-hmm. um, I, I, I see where they're headed with that. It's still not there yet, but you know, it, um, before they even write anything, there's updates needed for a Kismet, right? Um, so it's like I just just downloaded this thing five minutes ago from the .org repository, the official repository, and it has an outdated plugin packaged with it, mm-hmm. which we've kind of talked about before. How maybe it's time for it to go. But even if even if they want to keep it included, please for the love of Christ, just <laughs> download the thing and activate it. You know, on you know on the first install or first run or something. Right. Um, I just think that would just confuse the hell out of somebody for the first time. To to one to know to realize there's a there's a program living on their server now that handles their content, to then two there's also more programs that are packaged with it that that also need updated independently. Um, I think it's it's just kind of an overwhelming uh, when somebody logs in with it for the first time. Somebody uh, asked in the chat room, "Did you secure the site? Is the site safe?" Um, 
That means no. That, no. That, that initial um means uh-uh. Oh, uh, well. Well, it's not live yet. It's still at the, at the development URL, and okay. I just basically wanted to get something up there. Because it, it, it's frustrating to me when um, you help somebody uh, set up a site. When they say, oh, any, any website, the question always is, what are you, you going to do for me? It's not like, okay, well, here's you know the, the, the eight pages of content I've written, and here's the, the image files I want to put up there. It's like, okay, here's website. What, what do you want to put there? Well, um, yeah, they haven't thought about uh, that. So you know, at least this time, they have their domain pointing to their Facebook page, which is you know, it is what it is. But at least there's something up and running for right now. And this is a thing, the you know, the Bluehost like box URL for now. I have a couple of tips, or I guess really one tip. Uh, so I haven't started using it yet, <clears throat> uh, but I bookmarked it, uh, found it this week actually, and what I should link to. It's where I found it, um, which I will look that up because I, I pulled it out of a, a uh, presentation this week uh, that someone did about responsive design. I'll find that, and I'll make sure that it's in the show notes because I don't want to look it up now. Uh, but what it is, it's called uh, retina.js. Oh, yeah. And so that's in there. And there's also a uh, – seems seems to be a somewhat related, even though it's a slightly different processor, a WP Retina WordPress plugin. So retina.js is interesting uh, because what it does is handles switching uh, your graphics on your site to the sort of retina-optimized double-size format when people are viewing from a a retina device like an iPad or or an iPhone. Uh, And so basically it's it's, – for each image on your site that's displaying in an image tag, it's going to check to see whether there's uh, the other version available on the server – uh, which I think Apple signifies like it's the same file URL, but with an at 2x at the end of it, like an at sign 2x at the end of the file name. And if it finds those, it just swaps those out so that people uh, viewing on those um, higher uh, density displays will see quality images, which I think is really cool um, and is a is a necessity if you're going to deal with any sort of mobile uh, visitors and you care about what your site looks like. Um, so I, I, I know retina.js does that. I haven't played with, but I just did a search and found that WP retina WordPress plugin. Uh, it seems like it might use a different process or a different script. Uh, I'll dig more into it and find right, out. Right, because this looks like it's a short code, the plugin. It, sorry, it looks like it does what? It uses a short code. Okay. Which is the thing that JavaScript file is basically manipulates the, uh... Gotcha. Okay. So two different methods, but uh, still some some options out there for beginning to optimize, yeah. which is a whole you know kind of developer centric discussion. But um, yeah, something to well to at least the, the 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 plugin is something I could implement myself uh, if need be. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think that JavaScript file I wouldn't be as comfortable um, you know calling that up and, and doing that. Oh sure, yeah. Out. Well, I mean, the, what I was expecting when I ran a search was that normally when there are cool little. Uh, JavaScript plugins out there to do something like that. There's usually a companion WordPress plugin that does little but rope it in, you know. So I was kind of I was half expecting to find something out there uh, that did that, but um, looks like there is yet to be one. So there's an opportunity for some quick downloads on a plugin if anybody wants to whip that up. All right. I think that's a show. It is. I think I think we I think we made a podcast together. That just happened. Thanks to everybody who uh, listened in the chat room and, uh, well, the recording. If you want to join us in the chat room anytime when we're recording a show, then you can just go to wpkennedy.com slash stream, 
and the calendar, our broadcasting schedule is there. We stick to that pretty well. Uh, and, of course, we tweet out anytime we're about to go live. And we do this, uh, well, various podcasts on the stream uh, every single week. There are a couple cool ones. Uh, tomorrow night will be WP Late Night. Um, uh, so that will be what will be the, the 9th. So Wednesday the 9th of this week, if you're listening to this not live, uh, and we'll be WP Late Night joined by Frederick Towns. And then on Thursday will be the first uh, new podcast called uh, the Roundtable Podcast, which will have a few guests, and I'll get a post up on the site about that. So if you're looking for WordPress-related discussion uh, live on the stream, then there's plenty going on every single week. And, uh, yeah, cool. Thanks uh, for listening, guys. Yeah, that was fun. I'll, uh, I'll put the um, links to everybody's uh, Twitter accounts in the show notes so we don't have to repeat those every time. And we'll talk to everybody again next week. Later. Peace.